Hello everybody and welcome to the Bias Today podcast with Ina. Today we're going to talk about the Oscars. It's midnight right now, okay? I just finished watching them and I feel like it, people didn't even know the Oscars were happening this weekend. So this is your very early in the morning Monday update on what happened at the Oscars. This is it. Ready? Let's go. First of all, the big winner of the night was really Leonardo DiCaprio. He has been nominated in the past six times. This is his first Oscar and everybody was waiting at the edge of their seats. And I was I was watching the Twitter sphere. Everybody was waiting for Leonardo DiCaprio to win. And he did. Good for Leonardo. The best picture was... Are you ready for this? I really don't get this. The best picture was Spotlight. Now, out of all of the, pic- the, the movies that were nominated, this is the only one that I saw. Let me see. Yeah. Pretty much, this is the only nominated movie that I saw. It was a good movie, but um, I've, I've always thought the person who's going to win the Oscar, the movie that's going to win the Oscar, is the one that did something that nobody else could have done that year or could have matched it. And really, I thought that the only movie that could claim that title this year was The Revenant. I never saw it, but Alejandro González Iñárritu, he has the magic touch when it comes to making really, really hard movies to make. Um, And he did get the award for Best Director. He totally deserved it. So by the way, in case you didn't notice, Alejandro González Iñárritu was actually the winner of the Director Award and of Best Movie last year for Birdman. So he wins two years in a row in movies that are extremely difficult to make and it's not they're not difficult to make just because of their nature it's because the way he makes them which is why he deserves every award he gets he works with this guy who won best cinematography his name is Emmanuel Lubezki and they call him Chivo and he is a genius of cinematography of where to put the camera how to do long shots that's what these guys do really long perfectly choreographed shots and it's very very hard to do again supporting my theory that really it's, it's the hard movies to make that really should be winning for Best Picture. Um, so I really think they, they were snobbed in that one. I really felt like they deserved it. But it's a really big deal that you have a director that can create such complicated material win two years in a row. That is huge. Everybody should be bowing in reverence to Alejandro González Iñárritu. That's another thing. Everybody pronounces his last name wrong, even the people who work with him. People are pronouncing it Iñárritu or Iñárritu. If you're listening to my podcast, you should at least learn how to pronounce things right, okay? His name is Iñárritu with the stress on the A. Iñárritu. You have to do the bobbing of the head on that syllable to get it right. Iñárritu. That's it. Alejandro González Iñárritu. Thank you. I've done my part for the world today. He said something in his acceptance speech that I really, really liked. I posted on on my personal Facebook account. Let the color of your skin become as irrelevant as the length of our hair. I thought that was genius. This is a quote that I I should write down someplace. Um, He couldn't have put it better but he really deserved best movie too but he didn't spotlight one spotlight is the one about the scandal in boston of priests molesting children now that movie had a really big social impact so maybe that's what made it unique so i guess i guess that's why it won what else you need to know mad max took pretty much every award it was nominated for 
Like it, it was crazy. It was getting award after award after award. It was insane. So if you hear about Mad Max, that's why it just won everything. The Big Short was not a big winner. It only won one award, which was um, Best Adapted Screenplay. That's it. That's all the Big Short one. I'm really looking forward to watching that movie. I was hoping it'd be better. Spotlight also won Best Original Screenplay. So on to the other big awards that people care about. Best Actor, Best Actress, Best, best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor. Best Actor, I already told you, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Best Actress was Brie Larson from The Room. Brie Larson was in the movie uh, 30 Going on 13. Or is it 13 going on 30? It was a Jennifer Gardner movie that I love. One of those really like bubblegum rom-coms. She was in it. She was one of the six bully girls from when she was 13. It was it's crazy. I started looking it up. But I really know Brie Larson is because she is the daughter of uh, Tony Collette in the HBO show United States of Terror. That's how I know her. If you also saw Trainwreck, she is the sister who has you know her life together and getting married and all that stuff. That's who Brie Larson is. The movie's name is Room, as opposed to the movie The Room. Very, very different movies. Make sure you're renting the right one. As for Best Supporting Actress, the award went to the Ex Machina Girl, but it was not for the Ex Machina. It was not for Ex Machina. It was for um, the Danish girl, Alicia Vikander. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I love her. She looked awesome. She was wearing this yellow, she, she called it dust yellow dress in the red carpet. Uh, Louis Vuitton, I think it was. Beautiful. The girl is tiny. Like, you got to appreciate a small waist. Tiny. She won the Best Supporting Actress Award. I'm very happy for her, especially because I've watched Ex Machina three times, and I just love that movie. Ex Machina did end up winning an award. It was visual effects. I don't know how they beat Mad Max on this, but they did. As for Best Supporting Actor, Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies. He is the Russian that was getting traded back to Russia. I, that's all I know. I don't know anything about Bridge of Spies. It was nominated for Best Picture, did not win. Tom Hanks didn't even present at the Oscars. I don't know where he was. So that's kind of the story. So there you go. Now you know who won. Now you know who what the big story was. So let's move on to uh, the actual show. The host was Chris Rock. He has done this before. He did pretty well. Although um, you do, what you have to know about the show is that there was a huge controversy. I didn't know about it, or maybe I had heard about it. I forgot about it. Um, there was a huge controversy because no black actors were nominated this year. So Chris Rock had been told by his friends, and this is what he was saying on in his bit on the show. He was being told, told by his friends and by everybody that he should not take the job, that he should boycott the Academy Awards. And he's like, you know, the Academy Awards are going to happen whether I'm there or not. So he basically took the opportunity to make this a very black-centric show. So he brought uh, Stacy Dash. I love Stacy Dash. He brought her in just to say, Happy Black History Month. And that's all. That's all she said. She came. She said, hi, happy Black History Month and left. Um, he had a whole bunch of, you know, black jokes and black comments. Um, he had a really funny bit with, where he was standing outside of a movie theater and asked people whether they had seen the movies. And he was saying names of movies people didn't even know, like Bridge of Spies. I think you're making that stuff up. Really? That's a movie. There's another movie named Trombo. 
um, who Brian Cranston was nominated for. Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. He was nominated for Best Actor for that. Um, people were like, you're making this up. I have not seen this movie. Spotlight? No. Is that a movie? No. Nobody had seen any of Nobody had heard of any of these movies. Um, so he was kind of trying to make the point that, you know what? <laughs> This was really not a diverse year for the Oscars. So there were a couple like really like funny things that happened. Um, Sarah Silverman came out and she had a funny bit of her own comedy style about sleeping with James Bond. And that was that was a little bit funny. Uh, I still can't get over the fact that she's dating Michael Sheen. I love him and I can't believe they're together. They're, they don't they don't match. Michael Sheen is the main actor from Masters of Sex, if you watch that show at all. Jared Leto, they were going to say the nominees for hairstyle and he said something about, you know, the stylists have to deal with the actors and also worry about the occasional merkin. And he said, you know, if you're laughing right now, explain it to the person next to you. If you don't know what a merkin is, Google it. So I did. I Googled it and it's a pubic wig. That's what actors wear on their crutch when they're in a movie supposedly naked. And uh, somebody tweeted this on Twitter and I just have to tell you because it was so funny. It was this guy, I think he said, director or writer. His name is Jeremy Newberger. So his Twitter handle is at Jeremy Newberger. He tweeted, I just googled Merkin and this came up and it's a picture of Donald Trump with his hair. It was funny. So Twitter was having a good time with that. Oh, by the way, speaking of definitions, the revenant. I wanted to tell people what the revenant is because a lot of people don't know what that word means, including me. I had to Google it today. A person who has returned, especially supposedly from the dead. So that's a very appropriate title for that movie, which is about a guy who is left for dead and has to fight the harsh conditions of nature to come back to life or something. So that's what revenant means. Very, very apropos title. There was also like a left shark moment when there was a bear sitting in the audience applauding for The Revenant as best picture as they were announcing it. Um, so it was kind of like out of left field, but it was funny. Another thing that happened is, you know how there's always a stunt that the host has to do to try to get uh, increased visibility to the Oscars? Um, so this year, you know, and you know, in a past year, Ellen DeGeneres, she took a selfie with all these A-listers and that was the, it broke Twitter for how much it was retweeted and liked. So this year, what he did was, hey, uh, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. Can people please buy Girl Scout cookies? So they managed to raise $65,000 for Girl Scouts of America. They selling Girl Scout cookies. So you might hear about that too. That was really nice. Twitter was exploding with, I was a Girl Scout and tears came to my eyes. So that was, that was kind of a nice gesture. It was a good thing to bring attention to something important like cookies. They had like every year they had the in memoriam slideshow and for the first time ever and I am so happy that they finally did this they told people not to applaud because in the past it's pretty much been a post-mortem popularity contest and it's not classy people. Lady Gaga did a performance of her song for one of the movies. The song is called Until It Happens to You and the woman has got some pipes on her. I mean she can sing and she was you know her facial expression was as if she was crying as if she was going through some trauma and she brought out a whole bunch of kids who had been victims of sexual abuse in college in colleges so you know may sent a really powerful message and everything that song was nominated for an oscar for best song for a movie but i have to I'm, I'm the world is probably going to hate me for this but i did not think that the song is really the best lyrically 
I mean, Taylor Swift, she's a poet, right? Taylor Swift can write a song like and write lyrics that really like get at you. Lady Gaga is an awesome performer and she really knows how to put a song together. But really the lyrics were way too simple for me. I mean, it, I could have written those lyrics. It's a very, very simple song. And maybe people will say that it's the simplicity that makes it so good, you know, to each their own. I did, I was listening to the lyrics. I'm like, that song is nominated for an Oscar. I, I really didn't see the, there is really see the magic in it. But in Twitter, Twitter was exploding with this. Everybody loved the performance. Everybody thought he sent a really powerful message. So props for voice and message. But the song really, I, I really don't know how that could have been nominated. I guess it's for the social impact. Like I said, that, that, that matters a lot too. All right, so let's move on to the Star Wars segment of the evening. So Star Wars was nominated for five awards, um, Best Editing, Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, Visual Effects, and Original Score. It lost in every category. Good, good for them for getting nominated. John Williams, he was nominated for his 50th Oscar, so good for him too. He did not win, but he already has five Oscars. So, you know, we'll, let, let's. Um, I hope he enjoyed his evening. There was a moment in the evening, you should know, where C-3PO, R2-D2, and BB-8 made an appearance on stage. And, you know, C-3PO was doing his whole, I am so confusing, what are we doing here? And, you know, so it was kind of cute and people appreciated it. It was only for like a couple minutes. They came on stage, they did it a little bit, and then they left. Also Star Wars related, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, she is in a commercial of doing, basically being a, like a, a psychotherapist for robots. Um, you know, to tackle their insecurities. And it was a commercial for IBM's Watson computer and how everybody hates Watson because it makes them feel so insecure. So I thought that was kind of cute. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's sort of Star Wars related because of the robots and, you know, all that stuff. So it was nice. It was cute. And before I forget, one category that I've always watched since I was a little girl, always watched that category and always thought, wow, I really need to see those movies. And I never do, but I really want to start, is the foreign language film category. All those movies sound so good, and I want to see them. So I googled it, where can you see the foreign language movies? And um, the, there's only one that right now is available for digital rent. Everything else is in theaters. So I'm going to post that link on Facebook. So just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash bias today and see the article. Um, it's actually off of vox.com, V-O-X.com. So just Google vox.com. Oscars foreign film nominees and it tells you all the nominees it tells you all the plot and it tells you where to go watch it um, and the winner this year was Son of Soul and it is a Holocaust movie so I think everybody should just go and watch a foreign film and a lot of them are on Netflix so if you go on Wikipedia and find the list of foreign films that have won in the past several years you are going to find several of them in on Netflix so it's a really good idea to do on, on a movie night Pick a foreign language film that has won an Oscar and go watch it. But don't do a Netflix and chill because the Four Listeners program says that you should not do a Netflix and chill when there's a foreign movie on because you really have to listen to the subtitles. So be mindful of when you listen to it. The last thing I'm going to say is that I, I think a big winner of the night also was Michael Keaton. 
<laughs> he was nominated for Best Actor last year for Birdman. He did not win. The poor man, he really thought this was his year. He was going to win, and he didn't. We all felt bad for him, but we're happy to see him there. Today, he won his movie, won for Best Movie. So he was up in stage for winning Best Movie two years in a row. So he's really the only one that really had two years uh, of Best Picture success so good for michael keaton i like him i want to continue seeing him i hope he comes back so that's all i had for you thank you for listening and now you're up to date on what happened in the oscars i hope you have a wonderful week i'm going to bed bye